Hey guys, welcome back to another Weird Wednesday. I'm Ashers and this is... Pedo. Pedo's back again. Oh my goodness, in the yes, flesh. Well, just, I, just in time for the end of the year. Just in time for the end of the year. That's perfect. Yeah, sorry you uh you got cucked on the last episode. Um Oh, it's no if if I'd if <laughs> if I'd uh if I had to pick anyone to watch fuck my uh work wife, it would definitely be Tobias Whalen. <laughs> or listen to listen to fuck my work wife, I guess I would say. My <laughs> podcasting work wife. No big uh big 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 thank you to Tobias for um right. being, being Pato last week or you know whatever um that that was great but you know people definitely miss you they're concerned you know they want to make sure that you're okay so um reassure people that that you're okay and that you're not you know held hostage in my basement or something no. this is proof of life I'm alive I'll survive <laughs> I'm not still not 100 percent, but uh I'm, I'm fucking back and uh i plan on staying back from here on out well good but I'm not, I'm not getting rid of you anytime soon so you know i hope that was the plan because um, if you try i'll kill you oh shit maybe i'm ready i don't know if you try to leave, if you try to leave me i'll kill us both it's exactly what'll fucking happen how topical for the episode um <laughs> No, I'm uh no, I'm glad I'm glad you're back. Um, you know, many more um many more Wednesdays to to come, of course. Right. Um how was your Christmas? Anything uh, shitty. Honestly, yeah. like honest I mean, I wasn't I didn't want to spend like the whole fucking show talking about this. Sure. But uh I will I will share one anecdote from my recovery because it ties into it was definitely weird. Uh did not happen on a Wednesday, but um whatever it's kind of fitting so christmas uh eve i had dialysis uh did a small thing with the family nothing huge um but christmas eve night i had a terrifying experience where um you know i had uh, i'm on a whole bunch of like blood thinners and um blood pressure medicine and um my body chemicals are all out of whack um I'm on some, I'm on a low dosage of painkiller, nothing crazy. I'm not an oxy. I'm not in Percocets, but there's a little, got a little bit of painkillers going on and Friday night, I don't know what the fuck happened to me, but I woke, I, you know, I fell asleep kind of early and woke up about 10 o'clock and everyone else was still up. My wife was still up. She was watching TV in the other room and I basically was having like, I don't want to say like a fucking breakdown, but like my mind was racing. My heart was racing. I kept thinking these most, the most insane thoughts and like was talking in gibberish and it was like a really bad trip. And I think I, I might've been having some kind of biological reaction to all the different meds that I was on. And they had just started me on a new blood thinner that day. Okay. And they had, at the same time they had up, they had increased, they had doubled my blood pressure medicine. So and I'm I'm also kind of like constantly sleep deprived. Like I'm not sleeping as well as I used to. So um, I don't know if it was just the perfect storm, but man, I was on fucking Jupiter. And thank God, like this is what I will say is that kids do drugs in your youth, do drugs with your friends in wood paneled garages, listening to the doors, because when you're older and you start having a psychological break, you'll know what the fuck is going on and you'll be able to pull the reins in. And whatever the fuck happened to me Friday night, and I still don't know what it is, and I saw doctors today for, like, my two-week checkup and shit, and I explained it to them, and they were like, oh, that's some shit. Um, 
they weren't terribly concerned about it because it hasn't happened since it was like an isolated incident. And like I said, it was probably just a a mixture of sleep deprivation and the the change in medication and shit. But I mean, the reason that I didn't like entirely go off the deep end, the reason that like it was a mild to medium panic attack and not a severe one. The reason that I didn't try to like jump out of my fucking window, like in my underwear was because I, because there was that part of me that I had strengthened and honed over my twenties that was like, dude, you're tripping right now. Fucking pull it in. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sit down, have a glass of water. <laughs> right. Like this is temporary. Right. This is obviously drug yeah. induced. This is not real. You know, about yeah. come on, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Let's put on some fucking sublime and just ride this one out and it'll all be better in the morning. And it was for the most part, you know. So. That's so wild. I mean, what did you talk to anybody during your trip? I mean, not like I, actual people, but you know what I mean. Actually, no, I did talk to my wife, and I was, and that, and that helped too because uh, when you start saying the shit out loud to somebody, you realize how crazy you sound. No, no, no. I mean, like during your trip, did you? Was there like other Sorry, entities I, involved? No, I didn't manifest godheads or anything like that. Okay. Pro- primarily because I didn't want to be left alone. Uh, right. I knew that, like, see, because I know how this shit goes. I knew that um, spiritually I was in a very weakened state. And if I had gone in that direction with it, if I had told her not to, if I had told her to leave me alone and I had kind of walked into the storm, yeah. then who knows what the fuck would have happened. And the thing is, is that I am, I am legitimately physically and mentally very weak right now. Well, I don't want to say very weak, but I ain't fighting at my, you know, I ain't 100%. Nobody got time for that shit right now. I understand. Right. So it was, yeah. So as far as like look into the abyss and fucking see who's there, no. Sure. I was just, I was primarily uh, just interested in closing the door, which is what I did. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Very, very interesting. When when was this? Christmas Eve or just over? Yeah, this was Friday night. Okay. Wow. Well, that's. So. Wow. Well, okay. All right. Interesting. Huh. Yeah. I, um, uh, you know, I, I've had some things happen, and uh, that I forgot to mention on the uh, on the show last week because it was just it was such a whirlwind. I mean, Tobias literally he came on last minute. You know, great great guy. Can't can't say any. You know, I can't say more good about him. But um, you know, I, I did have some other things happen that I I forgot to cover. Um, one thing that I wanted to mention was that um, I am frequently. You guys have heard me talk about it before. I well now. I become like a regular guest on this um, on the Bloody Bits Horror Show podcast and uh, talking about horror movies. And um, the strangest goddamn thing happened. They did this live recording, and I think that might have been well, it might have been Wednesday. I don't remember. Weird Wednesday. I don't know. I don't remember what day. Anyway, they did this live recording, right? And uh, what they did was they set it up for you to kind of join and listen to them record on an app right but you're in the audience a lot like clubhouse and how we do clubhouse you know you kind of come in and you're in the audience and they're recording um but not clubhouse called something else doesn't matter anyway so i go and you know i'm not doing anything i'm just kind of getting ready for for christmas and you know wrapping gifts and whatever and i I decide to go and um you know partake and, and listen to my buddies record and i did um, I got on the app and I don't know how and I don't know why I can't explain it. But instead of being put into the audience, I was put into the room and I was immediately immediately on the stage and that shouldn't have been able to happen. <laughs> so 
I was just kind of thrust into this episode. Thankfully, they were talking about the uh, Tales from the Crypt uh, Christmas episode. And uh, so, okay. um, and as, you know, everybody knows that one's a good one. Um, so I knew what they were talking about. I was like, oh, fuck, thank God. It's something I've seen. Um, you know, but they were like, well, I mean, if you're here, if you want to stay, you can stay. I was like, well, shit, okay. You know, but uh, very weird, very weird. And, uh, they, you know, they asked if I would mention it on the show because it was very strange. Because that shouldn't have been able to happen, but it, it did. Um, so yeah, I'm mentioning it now. Uh, so that was weird, but okay. Um, and then something else uh, happened. Oh, okay. Well, before I move on to that, um, go check out the episode. It's live now. <laughs> Bloody Bits Horror Show. Um, you know, I, I was there. Uh, but another thing that happened was, you know, I was. I've been. You know, I've, I've got my Christmas decorations up, and uh, I am a crazy Christmas person. Like I, I, I'm a crazy holiday person. Like I do, I, I go big for the holidays. And, uh, so I got all kinds of shit, you know, and, and whatever. Anyway, um, I got these really cheap, I mean, they're from the dollar store, these plastic, like LED signs, right? One is a Christmas tree and the other one is red. It says joy. Okay. And I've had these signs, um, since last year. So I take all my batteries and shit out of everything when I put them away for the season because they, they'll get corroded. And uh, so I pull these signs out and, and I'm, I'm putting batteries into things and I put batteries in this joy sign, flipped on the switch. It didn't turn on. I figure, okay, whatever. It's from the Dollar Tree. I'll put it up on the shelf. You know, took the batteries out, put it up on the shelf. Uh, about two days after this thing is up on the shelf, the thing fucking turns on. What? And yeah and this this thing continues to turn on and it's i mean it's the craziest fucking thing i've ever seen in my life and so i'm like well you know i don't know if i want to mention anything you know about it to anybody i don't know if there's some type of scientific explanation maybe i don't know somehow it has surge of power and that's how it's coming on um, you know, them but it's so big, you'll turn on a sign with no batteries. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> I mean, that's, it's just, you know, I'm, the, 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 I'm a couple yeah, credits short yeah. of my degree in electrical engineering, but even I could figure that one out. Ashers. That's gotta be it. That's gotta you know, be it. And, uh, I mean, it's gotta be, you know, so, um, that is what, it, you know, it, it's so strange. I mean, it's so fucking weird. So, like, the one particular night I come home, like, I had noticed that it was happening, and I come home, and I'm like, you know, what, why is this, why does this keep doing this? It'll kind of blink on, it'll kind of fade and blink out and blink back on and just kind of do its own thing. Um, I look beside it. I've got, like, this whole setup of, like, Nightmare Before Christmas. Like, I have, like, people have, like, miniature towns or whatever for, like, Christmas mm -hmm. towns or whatever. I have a Nightmare Before Christmas kind of deal. And so, you know, that's my little, little Christmas town. And, but one of the things I have is, like, this train that has, like, Jack Skellington riding on it. It also lights up. And it does have batteries in it, but what I can tell you is that the batteries in that thing, when I pulled it out this year, I fucked up and didn't remove the batteries, and it's corroded as fuck. And it didn't turn on initially. But while this thing, this joy sign is freaking out, the fucking train lights up. <laughs> and it's, you know, barely hanging on. It's it's flashing. It's supposed to flash multicolored lights, but it's only flashing really like the red lights. And anyway, I take a video of all of it and it's weird. And um, I just don't, I don't know. I haven't really been messing with it too much, um, but the sign does still continue to come off and on. It had actually been on for the last couple of days consistently. It just turned off last night. 
and so you know now it and it'll like I said it'll kind of blink back on but it was on for days I don't know I don't understand what's happening so if anybody has any type of you know worldly explanation for why that would happen that would be great I mean Pat thinks it's my boobs it could be I don't know yeah that's where my money's on you know but uh yeah I didn't share that last I don't know why I didn't share it last week I just forgot I guess how do you forget the fucking ton of Christmas decorations but you know whatever um it happens something I forgot to something I forgot to mention yeah uh and and this is kind of goes back to my story on Friday night but just to show like how non uh how like out of the blue that whole episode was what did we do earlier Friday night we had our Instagram live cryptid party yes we did I, I was more or less perfectly coherent during the whole fucking thing and it was probably about two, three hours later where I had my spaz attack. But uh, that was a lot of fun. If you want to talk about that for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, are, you know, our buddy Greg Morrow from um, All all the Weird, um, the one that, that gave Pat the bad heart. Um, he. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I love that guy. He Oh, Greg is a mate. Oh, he's going to, you know what? That's really going to make him excited that you said that. Um, <laughs> no, Greg's amazing. Um, he's, he's heckin' wholesome. He's just a great guy. But uh, apparently he hosts this, um, this Christmas stream every year. It's now become like an annual thing. This is the second year this has happened. So now it's a tradition, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and he um, has everybody on i mean everybody anybody who's anybody he has on this on this live stream on instagram for like 15 minute blocks of time um we were lucky enough we actually went on with uh nash hooper from chasing legends which um, i mean you guys probably watch that show i don't i don't know i don't watch it but i know who nash is um you know we were on with nash hooper for a minute it was good it was fun everybody you know had something great to sh- to share um but lauren smith from um you know night callers radio she read a bigfoot christmas story um lisa from cryptid comfort she uh, made a poem wrote a poem and read it um a christmas poem and i mean it was just, it was great it was it was great fun um i believe you can still check out the replay if you go to greg's instagram account um it might even be on our instagram accounts i don't really know but i that doesn't matter um so yeah check out that uh christmas special lots of fun everybody yeah. was great it was very cool so it was very and, cool and pat was there so that was <laughs> yeah it was he made it <laughs> so <laughs> that was yeah that was lots of fun um anyway so are we ready to do the news you want to hear Let's some do the news what you got oh gosh I, actually very fitting um i have a couple of, of fun you know fun things and uh, you know some loose ends uh you know for for the year ending um i didn't write this one down but but i should have um somebody has claimed to yet again uh, somebody has come out and claims that they have found the crash site crash site of the um missing malaysia flight that we covered um get out of here yep and uh this is the second time this year that this has happened initially um you know the first one that they that they found this year uh they thought was in the middle of uh, you know a forest somewhere and this one is also in the middle of a forest somewhere um but you know they used um you know a, a combination of like google maps and science and things like that they believe they know where it's at so they're going to check that out um you know updates pending but yeah they i mean but this happens you know ever since that flight went missing and and while we well you know we talked about we covered um in the episode ever since it went missing they're pretty sure they know why and what happened uh they still haven't found it apparently they've just found pieces i guess um so but you know i don't trust this whole 
Google Earth as a tool to like investigate shit. Because if there was something that if I okay, Google Earth is not like this open source, like free to the public, completely untamperable with utility. Like if if you're not gonna find anything on Google if if they you know, you're not gonna find anything on Google Earth they don't want you to already see. That's the way I kind of look at it. You That's know what true. I mean? Yeah. So these people that scour through Google Earth looking for shit that looks like other shit, thinking that they're going to fucking that they've been somehow inadvertently handed the keys of the kingdom by mm-hmm. idiot guards. I think you're, I think you're very naive. I think you're very naive. If there's something that they don't want you to find, they're not going to let Google take fucking pictures of it and put it on the Internet. You know what I mean? Whoever they I say is. that a lot about like the uh you know people are like oh well it's the Illuminati because there's hidden messages why the fuck would they put hidden messages for you to find out and there's I mean they're not it's not like and they're usually pretty obvious and it's it's like oh yeah well duh I mean well there's you know there's so uh, that's that's a that's a good discussion to have and it's a much larger one but you yeah. know so so on one on one side of the coin you have like what I just said about Google Earth right where. Why the, you know, why the, you think they're just going to leave the shit laying in the open when all they have to do is go in and fucking rearrange a few pixels and, and delete something from a, a picture of a forest or whatever. Like, they're not going to leave anything there they don't want you to find, number one. But on the other side of the coin, you have the shit like all the murals and stuff at the Denver airport where you're like, what the fuck is this about? You know what I mean? Yeah, we need to talk about that one one day. Yeah, you know what I mean? Where there is blatant symbolism that's very public and you're just like what are you trying to do here you know and <laughs> like right is that, is that a conspiracy you want people to believe that there is one that's the conspiracy <laughs> right like i think like that is that is a that is a much deeper conversation that has many onion layers to it that need to be peeled back which we'll do it yeah i uh i, I mm. watched a like a commentary about uh somebody breaking apart the uh you know the moon landing conspiracy that we never landed on the moon here's the thing okay i people might be surprised by this or maybe not i don't think we ever did land on the moon i don't think so wow and let me tell you i'm a big i'm a big fucking i'm really into this the space exploration like that is my you know on top of like weird news like i am fucking all about um you know astronomy and and things like that but i just think that i you know what it was one of the earliest episodes of on Wednesdays we talk weird was the moon landing conspiracy theory um and i don't think we did and um you know but but i challenge myself a lot i'm not too stupid to change my mind um you know and that's one thing across the board i feel like i've been consistent with you guys know that because i just put out a whole do- you know we did the whole dogman episode and you know whatever it happens um, you know, so I like to see, you know, I like to hear the opposing side um, because I like when the information changes because in my heart of hearts, I'm a scientist and that's what we do. And so, um, you know, they had mentioned how stupid it was to say that, like, because one of the one of the pieces of evidence against the moon landing is that there is a shot of a rock that you can see huh, that has a C on it. Like it's a marker, like it's a prop, like, oh, the sea rock goes in the sea area or whatever. Right, when you're right. And you could see the sea on it. So you're telling me that these people are so fucking genius that they can make the entire fucking world believe that they landed on the moon, but they left the fucking prop rock with the sea facing outwards. As someone that makes movies, there's continuity errors all the fucking time, and just about there it is. And people there don't is. catch it right away. It you don't happens. catch it when you're you don't catch it when you're shooting it. You don't catch it when you're editing it. 
and sometimes the shit goes gets released on home video before anyone fucking catches it. That that to me is is does not prove anything one way or the other because that I, I, I know mean, on the original yeah. footage the C is actually not there. Like that that C is on official NASA footage later but it's not on the initial which of course the original footage they've now gotten rid of it's gone they're like oh yeah we just erased it and it's like what huh right, I, i'm not you? gonna get i'm not gonna get into the moon landing shit because it, it just gets i would love to because that's hot. that's really kind of hot that's like one of the hottest things we ever said you don't believe in the fucking moon because that's so <laughs> crazy that. we've never been on the moon it's never oh, never we, we did it because we were in a fucking space race and we we wanted to have the big dicks of the world and so oh. we lied about it and said that we were there it Just wasn't possible for us to get stop. on the moon oh my did you, god did you finish yet or should i continue oh my god <laughs> oh anyway <laughs> Um, no, if, if you want to hear that, I, well, like I said, that was one of, I think that was like episode four or five of this. Yeah, no, because we're doing that Moonfall, I, that Moonfall movie's coming out, and I wanted to, you know, we don't have to do a whole show on it, but. Well, people don't know how you feel about the moon landing, so I mean, we could do moon landing number two, whatever, it's fine. Yeah, or if we're going to revisit stuff, because I, I, you know, I guess. Well, revisiting I is fun. I, I think that's, because you know what, this show is almost two years old. And I know my opinions on things have changed since then. You know, my view on things have changed. I've, I've researched more and other things. Um, I'm always down to revisit a topic. Just tell me what you want to what you want to talk about. And I'll do it. I'll be honest. I never gave it much thought. Like I knew the theories. I had seen Capricorn One, which was like the major, uh, the big budget OJ Simpson movie about faking the moon landing. Um, and I, you know, I'm, I'm very well aware of it, but I don't think I've ever really sat down and asked myself where I sit with it and uh you know i well like i said with that moonfall thing because i didn't I, I never heard that theory before that the moon was artificial yeah um and i think that uh whole different topic but well we could do that we could just do a whole episode on like the moon we could talk about the dark side of the moon the moon landings um the apollo missions i mean we can just go and we can just do you know sure. the uh, hollow moon and whatever you know, we could do all that. So that'll be, I mean, that'll be, we'll do that. But, you know, speaking of NASA, um, you know, that NASA had some things come out, which I thought was interesting. Um, NASA wants more people to have sex in space. Um, you know, there is a shortage of people having sex in space and they definitely want to know um, what that's like and what that does. And, um, you know, if it does anything at all, I i would i will do this like i nasa i will do this for you if, if you need me to come have sex for you in space while you all watch that's fine <laughs> i i uh you know i i I will, I will do that um pat what do you think about about people having sex in space you know when i was very very young i realized that fucking in waterbeds was drastically overrated it is and yeah. you know i could that when you say sex in space that's what my mind goes to you remember trying to fuck in a waterbed when you were 16 years oh, old yeah. you want to oh, be yeah. stuck in stuck you know in fucking outer space trying to do that for three months straight no, <laughs> no, no, no. i mean and you know that's what they said they're like well you know your initial thought is well, well hell yeah i'll come and have sex in space you know but there's a lot of things that people don't realize that go into space um you know i think an, an astronaut or somebody came out You're recently come everywhere the second you fucking pull out there's gonna be it's gonna it, this shit already comes out when you pull out it's gonna be everywhere it's gonna be floating around it's gonna be messy as fuck quit trying to put two things you know what's you know it's like sex in space sounds like to me it's it reminds me of like 
the weird pizzas that Michelangelo would come up with on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, where they would combine like bacon and pineapple pizza. And you're like, well, pineapple's not bad and neither is bacon, but I don't necessarily want to eat those things, two, two things together on a pizza. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they're like, they're like mushroom and salami and, and marshmallow. And you're like, what? Marshmallow? What the fuck? Right. <laughs> like, it, it was a like, you hey, chocolate sauce. Like, fucking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although that that that's, that would be, I'm gonna invent that sexual maneuver. Euro beaten chocolate sauce. Oh god, that's gonna be my new fucking move, like the Dirty Sanchez or the Donkey Punch or something. <laughs> the Euro beaten chocolate sauce. Uh, oh, no, I, I'll take a pass on that. I'll, I'll watch people fucking space, and you know, but okay. I, would ne- I would never. I'm I'm six four. You know what I mean? Like you don't need me up there doing that shit. I'll still do it. I mean, I, I'm still down. There. I mean, I understand. There's a lot of things that are involved that might make it a little unpleasant, but yeah, I'll still do it. Um, my wife would never go for it either. Like, let's. let's I mean, that's. I guess I, that should have been my first response. <laughs> Is my wife gonna let <laughs> me have this pizza? fucking pizza thing? I guess I should have <laughs> let off with that one. I don't think I'd be allowed to have sex in space. <laughs> I think I she would. Fucking NASA comes to your door, Pat. We need you to have sex, and you're like, I can't. My wife doing it in Oak Forest is a hard sell. Sometimes I don't know about fucking. <laughs> oh, what it's like to be married. Well, you know, I mean, so anyway, so that's that's one thing NASA did. The other thing NASA did that's not um, that's not as funny, is uh, <laughs> uh, NASA hired a, a priest, a priest to um, yeah prepare for for extraterrestrial contact and and not just like um because when you read the headline initially you think oh it's for the priest to talk to the aliens and it's not just that um it is for that but it's for mostly to have people of of religions to understand extraterrestrial you know life Mm -hmm. and um but people are kind of pissed off about it this is it's not the first time nasa's done something like this um they've done it before and people protested it because they don't want any one religion to be looked at as the universal religion to another life form and uh i agree i mean we shouldn't we really shouldn't do that i don't i think they've done this before i think that it, as soon as i think this was probably one of the first things they've ever done as bringing religious leaders to talk about the, the the social implications of proof of life on other planets you know what i mean like Trust me, this is this is a PR maneuver, one hundred percent. There is nothing that's going to be gleaned from these. These conversations have been had. Yeah. At this point, are you fucking oh, yeah. kidding me? Definitely. This is this is this is the first conversation that you have is because this is what happens. Well, okay, disclosure happens. People find out aliens are real. How quickly does society collapse because it throws in the whole question of God? Because religion is one of the fucking main linchpins that keeps societies functioning in the first place, and. Does alien life necessarily negate Christian religion or the, any religion mostly? Right. But I mean, Judeo-Christian religion right. does, does, does extraterrestrial life. Is that, is that the final bullet in the fucking or nail in the coffin with that? Yeah. And that everybody fucking knows that anybody that's got half a brain knows the societal impact that'll happen from disclosure like this. So yeah. trust me, the very when, when 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 there was any inkling that this could even be possibly conceivably fucking true, or when they had definitive proof, when there was contact, when there was recovered stuff, whatever. Trust me, religious leaders were in the room from fucking Jump Street. I so agree the, with that. Yeah, the, yeah. The fact that hired just NASA just brought on all these fucking religious people for this like roundtable discussion bullshit, dude. This is a fucking PR move. 
one hundred percent because this. Well, is they're just. Wa- I mean, they're just waiting, and well, that's what it's just. It's soft disclosure, and that's what it is, and that's what I think that people would expect disclosure to be this big thing this big world press conference saying oh there's alien life it's not like that you guys it's not and it's happening right in front of your fucking faces right now it's happening and they rolled out covid everything else that's ever fucking happened to us as a a species right yeah certain events that there's certain there's 9-11 style events sure where the world changes in this in the blink of an eye right and then there's the collapse of the fucking soviet union right there's the right. crumbling of the berlin wall there's world war ii there's right you know right. What i mean you know there's fucking right. hitler didn't come on in one day and said hey we're gonna yes, kill all these people ex- exactly didn't exactly one day. there's gradual um, changes and then right. there's drastic ones this and is going to be a gradual that. change yeah because a drastic exactly. a drastic one would topple society exactly and you know i probably should have i should have saved this one for the transition um because it's kind of topical but um it's just interesting you know interesting that they're coming out with it just another thing to note another thing to keep your eye on um you know does it it, does it mean huge huge news um no it's a drop in the bucket but it's you know it's just another step it's just another step towards you know and again nasa's done this before they've hired like a spokesperson a religious spokesperson before and uh like i said people are mad they protested they got they well they claim they got rid of the you know spokesperson spokesperson um because it's uh funded by you know us nasa's funded by uh, by us and Mm -hmm. so you know that's and people are mad about it so understandably so but that doesn't matter you know we kind of do as much as like i agree that any religion should not be presented to alien life form you know we shouldn't tell them oh yeah we are christian or we're buddhist or anything we shouldn't tell them we are anything we should tell them that we have a mixing pot of different religions that's what we should tell them um you know shit they're gonna fucking know they probably already know. Right? They're probably already aware. to them. We're going right. to explain like, and these it's, are the you know, things we but, worship. Like. You know, we shouldn't, you know, we, sh- we shouldn't focus on that so much. But we do need to focus on preparing people in those groups to accept that this is a thing. Because it's a thing. It's fucking, I'm sorry, you know, I just, um, I mean, it, aliens are, are real. Whether you want to believe that they are or not, it doesn't matter. They are. It's, it's impossible that they're not. <laughs> you know, it's just well, not. I think you have to look at it like this is we've kind of, you know, when you talk about people are going to lose their shit if if disclosure happened, right? I would say look at if if there was ever a beta test on how people would respond to something like this, maybe it's not going to match bullet point for bullet point, but let's just look at the COVID-19 response. Um yeah. Look at oh, the yeah. masks. I mean, look at anti-maskers. Look at people that didn't believe in the vaccine. Look at the people that, you know, that that didn't believe in the virus and all this other stuff. You know, you're going to say aliens are real. I I wonder if you had to characterize what groups respond in what ways. I mean, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to believe the science and say this makes perfect sense. Something like this was bound to happen. Just like people that were that that were um you know not 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 inherently suspicious of the of the pandemic because we they realized or the world health situation was what it was and the way that viruses work and the way that our culture is and 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 moves so fast and you know we can zoom around the planet in fucking 24 hours and shit of course something like this is going to spread fast you know what i mean people like that are are, are probably going to be the people more inclined to believe that extraterrestrials are real yeah you know uh, but it's going to be the people that that can't psychologically handle putting a mask on to go into fucking Walmart 
those are going to be the ones that start shooting at the sky when they hear something about aliens on the news and are accidentally the boats are coming down and hitting their neighbors and shit like you know yeah. what i mean like don't like think i don't know that's the way i like to i, I kind of yeah there's going to be those people but we've already those people have already kind of outed themselves you know what i mean like that's you're going to see you see a repeat of what we already saw i think we know what disclosure is going to look like at this point you know somebody that i know has a really uh, i'm just going to quickly say it has a really good theory about the vaccine and you know when the vaccines uh, you know people still are like i'm not getting the shot you know and the theory was that um you know yes what if this was all man-made okay and and covid19 wasn't real and they they made they made this vaccine and they put it out there for people and or maybe it is real maybe covid is a real thing that's man-made and they did it so that it would kill people and all, the people that got vaccinated were safe because if the government really wants to control you then they want you to be compliant and if you got the vaccine that means you complied and if you didn't that means that they are they need to continue to push this virus on you so that they kill you quicker so that you're not a part of the herd anymore and so therefore you're safer getting the vaccine than not and i'm like oh so it's like a reverse you know instead of putting microchips in people because of the shot that would fucking make more sense actually to do it that way you if you if you want a whole fucking planet of, of compliant people then yeah you would the ones that got the shot you would want to live because they're going to continue to work for you well i mean that's how anti-vaxxers frame it in their own minds is that they're the rebels that are not conforming to this and they'd but, rather die than but what's than what's control. crazy is the how when it gets politicized and you see which the party lines that they fall yeah I don't whatever know. we're not gonna get into that anyway um so on, on to the next i'll get on to the next news um because there's i still got a little bit more like i said there's some some loose ends um one thing i wanted to mention uh there was just a major discovery in the human fucking body and mm. it's wild um a new muscle was discovered in the jaw and what's even crazier is this muscle it's one that you can actually where your jaw actually hinges you can put your hand on and fucking feel and we just now discovered that it's there that's insane you know so that is insane it's insane you know speaking of and and i'll put the link to the all the you know the medical journals and all that fun stuff you know proving that this thing is real now um i, I guess what they're trying to figure out now is has this always been here and it's been under our radar or was this evolution um, evolution because, you know the thing is is that when people when you die right you decompose your muscles decompose so like it's not like we can't really carbon date skeletal you know skeletal human remains and go oh they had this jaw muscle we don't know um that's why dinosaurs are such a big fuckery because we really have no idea what they look like and uh <laughs> maybe we'll talk about one of these days but um yeah we discovered this new muscle in the in the jawbone so so when you question things like i don't know if aliens exist or not like that just consider that you live and work inside of your body every single day and you don't even know what the fuck is going on with it and that's amazing you know that's that's the beauty of of, of the science and discovery of, of of the unknown i mean as silly as it is is this crazy groundbreaking is this going to change life as we know it absolutely not but hopefully it gets you know people to open up their eye their eyes more of how little we know about even our own selves 
Well, and, you know, I, I haven't checked out the story, and I, I definitely will. I'm willing to bet that it is a, a, a modern evolution based on how our diets changed over the past 100 years or so. Oh, yeah, it could be. You know what I mean? It's probably something sure. like that. And, and yeah, the, we are going to change. I remember bringing that up in, like, grammar school about how, like, how human beings are going to look different, like, in 100 years. And they were like, what? Now we won't. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm talking about the tailbone. And yeah, like, of course we will. Like, we're we're an evolving species. Like, we're not, it's going to be slow and it's going to be gradual. And it's, but it's going to be based on environmental stimuli. And we're going to get, you know, we're going to get shorter probably because, and we're going to get, you know, I don't know, I'm fucking, who knows we're going to turn into it. Maybe like the people in Wally or something. But like, well, we've talked about it. There's been a, dis- I mean, there was a discovery this year about evolution happening. And I believe it was in the hand or the arm or something. Um, it was another story that we had covered. I just don't remember. We covered a lot of things. But, um, you know, so this, I mean, this happens. This happens every, every couple of years. You know, we have a new discovery about the human body. Um, you know, we, we have, um, evidence of of evolution within ourselves within animals i mean you know that's not you know there's no questions you know in science we accept that evolution is a thing you know that's real and mm-hmm. so you know we we accept that truth and like you said we're going to continue to evolve now whether or not this muscle is just a hidden just something that we overlooked forever and just didn't really think anything about i don't know it um, sounds kind of fucking goofy to me it, it know, is it, really silly yeah yeah it's the sea rock of the fucking human body world so <laughs> continuity error of fucking anatomy there you go go. (laughs) um but i thought that was cool you know i thought i'd mention that um and uh last thing um another loose end tied up this is crazy lots of news this week um you know the world must have known you were coming back but um the the kid who inspired the exorcist the actual real life um possession of this child who you know, inspired the movie The Exorcist, well, the book and the movie The Exorcist, um, has been identified. Wow. And, yeah, um, and that's that's pretty crazy. Um, it was actually a, a guy who, actually, I think it was a fucking another podcaster who identified this guy, um, who took, you know, a, a, an interest in figuring out who this was. Um, he did things like, um, like he knew, he had little information. He knew where it took place, roughly, in, in some family events, because the boy allegedly became possessed after his aunt died and uh so he combed through yearbooks and and records and you know things like that um and ended up finding out that the the boy in question um his name is ronald hunkler hunkler unfortunately ronald passed away in may of 2020 so after Mm. he had discovered who well he said that he knew who he was but didn't he just now came out with the story um, but he had ended up getting into contact with, um, I don't know if it's a spouse or what they don't want to, they didn't want to be named, um, got in contact with them. They confirmed, yes, that's who that is. Um, and, you know, kind of talked about it a little bit now, you know, some information that we know, um, Ronald ended up allegedly, um, grew up to work for NASA. He didn't he didn't come forward with his identity of who he was because he ended up being estranged from his family um, and did not want his co-workers to find out because he didn't believe that he was ever possessed. He just said that he was a bad kid. 
So that's, you know, that's interesting. He says, you know, and of course him being, I think it was a 14 year old at the time that this took place. Um, you know, he wasn't going to be like, oh, sorry, mom and dad, I'm just acting out because I'm an asshole. He's like, oh yeah, of course it's demons. Yeah, of course. Um, but the family was very, you know, very overtly religious. And so, you know, this tends to happen a lot, unfortunately, with these kids and these religious families that, you know, grow up and, and, and separate highly from from that um he grew up to not really have a religion or any type of you know affiliation with any religious groups or anything like that however the person who came out and talked about this said that um you know he grew he grew up to live a relatively normal life all the priests that exercised him says that he grew up to you know be normal and Mm -hmm. live a normal life um but this person said the only weird thing about it was that when ronald died um, a priest came to perform last rites on him, and that was weird because they didn't call a priest, and so that was strange. She had no idea how he knew. So I don't know. So that that's very interesting that that happened. Unfortunate that that he died, um, but you know that's one mystery solved, I suppose. I mean, what does it solve? Nothing really. I mean, if he doesn't think he was possessed, then you know he probably wasn't. I don't fucking know. <laughs> so that's my, that's my news for the week lots of news lots of news good stuff lots of news for the new year thanks for putting um, that work in absolutely well you know you know i do the damn thing sometimes um, <laughs> without pants um you know, but <laughs> anyway um so we've kind of this is our second um holiday season together well of course you you missed out on the christmas episode that's fine uh. Um, but you know, we are now starting to round the clock. We've now done two Halloween episodes together. Um, we kind of did two Christmas episodes. Uh, this is our second new year's episode together. Um, Mm -hmm. so happy, happy milestone to you, Pat and and myself. Um, you know, we kind of, what we've been doing with these holidays is kind of, is kind of look back on what we covered before because you know we don't know what the fuck we're doing i'll be honest with you um we just you know talk weird every week and <laughs> and hope that you guys like it and you do so that's great um but you know so what we kind of done through this season is look back um you know on previous topics then we kind of spitballed each other and and decide what to talk about um we had talked about doing another end of the world um type of theory because that's what we did last year um you know Mm -hmm. we talked about uh and that was mostly influenced because i wanted to talk about y2k we talked about that and other things um you were amazed that i was like alive for that you're like you were old enough to remember that right yeah i was old i mean i was alive for it i remember it but i don't i i noticed because when we did the 9-11 episode there's such a gap between our age that we have different very different experiences of the same event you i forget you forget sometimes that we're 10 years apart yeah yeah right and so you know it's amazing to me because then i can like ask you i can't like ask my mom because she's like why are you asking me all these questions this is weird i'm like okay you know (laughs) creepy uncle pat's for yeah (laughs) yeah Uh, i'll ask uncle pat um you know so that's you know anyway um but you know so this year you know while trying to decide um you know we kind of covered a majority of, of of the big hitters during last year's end of the world episode which is a good episode go listen to it um but you know we didn't really know what to talk about but you know fuck it i figured hey you know what why don't we talk about the heaven's gate people because even though it wasn't the end of the world it was the end of the world for them so um <laughs> well according to them though it was the beginning of their new life anyway we'll get into that right. um 
what an interesting group i'm surprised we've never talked i mean i'm sure we've touched on it i'm sure of it um but you know we've never really gone in depth and talked about it um you know it's pretty well known so i figured it's about high time we do that so sure what do you, what do you know about because you were way excited to talk about this so. i was so hbo released a uh documentary miniseries last year about heaven's gate and um i watched it and was absolutely like floored by it uh i i do like documentaries in general um i just watched the beanie baby one the other day like you know so i'll watch random documentaries about random stupid shit oh but man, beanie babies was my shit i'm telling you that's a good one to check out if you if i've oh i don't know if it's a different topic but the heaven's gates the heaven's gate stuff i mean i was when it happened i was just old enough to like i was just old enough to like i was in high school all right i was probably like sophomore year so i mean i saw the news and i saw that it happened but i was also and i also like knew what ufos were obviously but it just seemed so fucking goofy. And I also think there was a, there was a lot of, there's a lot fewer details. It was the internet was still in its infancy back then. And if I was on it, it wasn't to like read fucking articles about stuff. It was to you know, chat with girls on aim or whatever. So um, the story kind of went over my head, but there was enough bizarre details about it that just kind of got absorbed into pop culture that everybody knew. Right. The jumpsuits, the Nikes, the fact that the comet was coming and they thought the UFO was behind the game. You know what I mean? Like the basics were kind of out there and everybody just knew those. But that was it. And that's kind of where the story ended, um, for me at least. I, I didn't know that it was, it, I didn't think about it really, okay? Until, you know, fast forward probably a couple of years later when the internet really became a thing and we all had these super phones with, a wealth of information in her hands so that you could read about anything you want at any time of day or night. And I was probably working a midnight shift or listening to coast to coast and something reignited my interest in this. And I said, okay, well, let me revisit that story because I remember as a 15, 16 year old being slightly interested in it, but not having access to all the information. People right. probably didn't have access to all the information at the time. And let's go back and revisit it. And when I did, um, I remember being a lot more captivated by it especially knowing that it was still there were still active members yeah and there was still people that kept the website functioning and there was there was a home team and away team and that there was people that were purposely left behind that and i know we're kind of maybe cutting ahead but when i found that out i was like what the fuck do these people believe that there are still people dedicated to this cause and um that combined with the with the mini series that got recently released, um, I can't, I don't want to say I fell in love with it. Like I don't believe what they fucking do, but uh, I did go and buy a, a t shirt off some website. I found it online, and it it's the Heaven's Gate insignia, and it says, "What if the Heaven's Gate? What if they were right?" Oh. And, and I'll I'll wear it out a lot, and I have people stop me all the fucking time and want to talk about heaven's gate they like and, wink and give you the finger guns like oh uh, it's it's like dudes that work at comic book stores or like oh, okay. you know what i mean like random places and shit. <laughs> but and it, they're always just like nerds like me and they're like did you see their documentary and i'm like yeah they're, and like, we'll they're talk like about luciferians it. am i right <laughs> I no, they, they, yeah no like oh yeah like that fucking 
what is it that feminist satanist fucking shirt that like those jerk offs wear no i i, I just like it's just kind of like a, i guess it's a conversation sort of with, with the right kind of people and oh, yeah, you know, yeah. like, when i went to like i think when i went to uh when i went to the the gaming convention where we were like, hooked up with tobias like i wore it and like one of the dudes i was playing D D with for one of the games like we had a conversation about heaven's gate for like 20 minutes and shit and it's just fun i i mean i guess i hate to say it's fun to talk about but it's just i think it's one of those real like pop culture american things that very interesting you know yeah 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 yeah. i'll I'll agree with you um you know kind of about what you're saying even like up until a couple of hours ago the only thing i really knew about heaven's gate was that all these people killed themselves because they thought that they were going into space or something and you know that that was really it i mean i knew the gist i'm familiar with the pictures you know i've heard the story over and over again but i'm just like oh, okay yeah cult it's a cult mm-hmm. um you know and that was really all i knew and uh and then i started digging into it and um it kind of freaked me out a little bit because i'm not gonna say that i believe in what the heaven's gate people believe in but like i kind of also believe in what the heaven's gate people believe in (laughs) and i'm like oh (laughs) oh shit is that what i sound like when i talk to people i sound like one of these fucking jack offs is that (laughs) so (laughs) i'm a little concerned um you know of course they've got different i don't believe in everything that they believe in but that's for sure but like the basis of of what what their group believed in um was that uh pretty much like we that pretty much jesus and and uh you know was an alien and other religious figures are just aliens right they're extraterrestrials we also have the capability of being aliens um but we're not because we're human and so you can like leave this vessel and you can like transcend i'm sorry this vehicle they referred to our our physical bodies as a vehicle and you can transcend um to uh, the higher uh, god i have it i should have wrote this down as a name for it but you can transcend to to being an extraterrestrial basically and um you know that's what that's what they think and so when you put it like that get rid of the mass suicide get rid of all that um you know get rid of the prophecies you know how many people i fucking talk to that believe that on a regular basis i mean a lot of people in this community think a very similar way and, and what i was saying when i said that i believe what they believe not necessarily i do believe that religious figures are just another form of some type of alien life i mean i think that they're extraterrestrial well i think they're ultra terrestrial but you know i think that it's all the same fucking thing whether you want to call it god whether you want to call it aliens demons whatever you want to call it i think that they're all the same thing and a lot of people think that so while these people are crazy because they killed themselves they're not necessarily too crazy for their beliefs um you know of course they changed the narrative a lot so let's start over um you know heaven's gate came from two individuals who met and fell in love um uh, bonnie nettles and marshall applewhite um marshall was a school teacher uh, a music teacher uh you know specifically and bonnie was a nurse um marshall 
was not a good guy um he was allegedly he ended up leaving his job uh, as a teacher because he was uh, you know trying to um solicit one of his students so the guy's a pedophile so he's gross no um, well uh okay uh i didn't get that vibe he was a, get that vibe he was a, he was a college theater teacher he was a gay man but he was a gay man in texas wasn't he Am I, I don't know this anything wrong? about any of that. Yeah, I don't know anything about any of that. He was a, a school teacher, uh, uh, not a college. I mean, maybe he did college eventually, but he had, from my understanding, well, and this is the issue with it, is that while I was reading about all this, there's so much inconsistency. Nobody even really knows how they met exactly. Um, but from my understanding, he was a, a school teacher with kids, I think high school, and he was trying to have a sexual relationship with one of his students and that didn't go over well and so he was kind of ran off he wasn't charged or with anything i don't think that i don't think the problem was necessarily that the the student that he was having uh a sexual relationship with was underage i think that it was more unethical because they were student no he was just he was he was a gay dude he was a closeted gay dude because a lot of the heaven's gate stuff like the like the um voluntary castration and stuff it's a lot of um gay shaming it's a lot of self-imposed gay shame it is yeah it is and that that's the other because i I mean not that i like get off on that topic but it's something i find how (laughs) the way the closeted people can't handle the fact that they're fucking gay like it's it's something that i find very interesting and when we talk about serial killers, this comes up a lot, like the Gacy episode, right? Sure. Um, yeah. Is that like my 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 kind of read on the situation? And I could be wrong because I have not read every book. This man was never in my kitchen. I'm going off documentaries and fucking Wikipedia articles, right, guys? So if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But my take on it was that he was a college professor in the South uh, in the 60s and you know during a time when homosexuality was not widely accepted even in theater departments if you could ever imagine what a backward fucking time that would have been and he was um he was uh you know basically gay at the wrong place at the wrong time and he was run out of school now she the woman she would and that he ended up hooking up with she was married with children but she was a certifiable fucking whack job. She was nuts. Yeah. Right. And he was kind of using her as a beard was my impression of it was that he, his, his psychological trauma just stemmed from the fact that he was a latent repressed homosexual and she was just fucking like nuttier than squirrel shit, you know? And that was, that was that, that was the initial pairing there. Well, the and yeah, and like I said, there's a lot of inconsistencies about how and why exactly they met. Um, but generally across the board, it seems to be agreed upon that he had had some type of near-death experience and he was in the psych ward. She didn't normally work the psych ward, and but she, she was there and was his nurse. And she was like, uh, we are... are birth charts are the same or something and uh, you know we are meant to be together we've known each other for eternities and uh we're meant to be together and so <laughs> you know because that was basically that's pretty much what happened now okay let me let me pause there for a second 
because again this was this is this is all very um kind of jarring to me to even have this conversation um sometimes you meet people and you know that you were supposed to know that person maybe not necessarily because you are supposed to start a cult together um but that is very valid um mm-hmm. you know so you know and, and that could be romantic partnerships that could be friendships that could be you know as colleagues um you know there's different types of relationships out there um so you know she probably did have some you know they probably did have some weird kindred connection well look at all they did together obviously they, there was you just can't throw two people in a room and have them be that successful like, right they there there was some kind of mojo going yeah right yeah, well, whether that was a good influence or not they still built an empire together you know right they, they did that together so i mean you know they just both were crazy or had their issues or you know whatever mm-hmm. um but yeah so i mean they you know they met on you know per these unusual circumstances and um you know they and then that i mean that was it i mean that they you know they were together they ended up carrying on this this sexless relationship you know allegedly they didn't have sex but they were you know very much life partners mm-hmm. um you know because you're right she was probably his beard um you know there there was no sex really at all within the congregation is that correct right right you know they they didn't they didn't do that um you know but she had you know allegedly had some form of immaculate conception because she was supposedly a virgin and, and got pregnant um who knows how that happened she was just hoeing around she got some dick she got pregnant called it something else i don't know if it was a stunt i'm not sure um you know but it doesn't matter um they you know they bopped around um the country convincing people to join this movement that they had and they very much based their religion off of um you know christian off of the bible um they would use stories from the bible to say look this is what we're telling you and this is the actual interpretation of what the bible's saying and uh, you know again the gist of it is that you know jesus was an alien that 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 aliens right have this life force they call them walk-ins right that they will take over bodies once somebody's spirit has been broken and then a a new an alien will come in and take over that that body as the the driving force and then um you know you continue to do this all throughout time over and over and over again your soul's infinite and um applewhite had claimed that he was jesus that he was that jesus was you know this same type of soul but not everybody had this this special power. Not everybody could do this because not everybody was a walk-in. Um, you know, some of them were original souls that had to be, you know, broken down first. And, um, you know, but they had different, they had like a, a, a rule set for how you could do this and how you could become this. Um, and, you know, that was, of course, that's where the cult mentality comes in. Because like the first step of this was like you could join their group and you would have to abandon your families um you would have to give them all of your money um you would have to cleanse yourself from all um you know otherworldly things i mean and simple things even like you couldn't eat fat, fast food um you had to be unified in like your clothing and your appearance um the castration aspect of it if you're male because they were sexless because they said that these beings were sexless and the whole point of this was you know if, and there's more to it um if you do these things then you can transcend into this 
being you know that you're ultimately meant to become i suppose you just die and and try again if you don't end up breaking your spirit and transcending i don't know um but (laughs) you know so basically take away all joy in life and uh you can be an alien if you do that um so that you know that's that's the gist of it so they bob around everywhere and um you know they're 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 doing their stuff i mean they would have they would have lectures where they would have upwards of like 400 people in attendance to listen to Mm. them talk about this crazy shit i mean they were obviously well this was like the 70s and you saw a lot of new age movements starting you saw a lot of people living in these communes off the grid right and so that wasn't it was unique but it wasn't unheard of right um and what was kind of what what they had going is that yeah they had the bible angle okay so they weren't coming up with some brand new religion from scratch they were working in the ufo angle which was kind of like you know the 70s was when kind of the birth of modern ufology i guess you would say you know you you were seeing it reach more and more people sure and and that was kind of what their fly that's how they sold it that's how these that's how they got these people to show up to these meetings their flyers would 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 address you know would tease the correlation between christianity and ufos so that's what got the people through the door now you might have four people show up to one of their meetings when they rolled into town and only five of them might talk to these people afterwards and of those five only one of them might actually join the group and be in there for any you know sizable amount of time but when you're doing that weekend after weekend all over the country and you're splitting up into different cells that are doing it because that's the thing that they did is that it wasn't just one person one group eventually they would splinter off and you would have different groups doing this and then they'd all meet back in california like where they had a ranch right and that was how they were able to kind of amass this thing very quickly what the, the group that killed themselves in the 90s was only a fraction of what the group used to be when it first started. Right. It was, yes. it was much larger. And, you know, kind of the one thing that all this group had in common is that it was a lot of intellectuals. It was a lot of uh, alienated intellectuals that were kind of probably, um, I mean, I hate to say this, but non-binary. You know what I mean? So the idea of being in a sexless group or, or this idea of forced castration, not saying everyone went through with it, but you're talking about people that that's not immediately a fucking turnoff for. So you have a group of people that aren't immediately married to their genitalia, right? Or the idea of their assigned gender. Um, so, you know, I don't want to say that this is like one of the first trans like power movements, but there was definitely an element of that at play here. I mean, right. Have you seen that ins- insignia? I mean, come on. That's gay as fuck. <laughs> I, mean, I can say it because I'm mostly gay. But uh, <laughs> um, but no, you're you're right. You're absolutely right. Um, you know, and especially at the time, again, you know, we're talking about, we're not talking about the group that killed themselves yet. We're not there yet. We're talking about yeah. how this, they weren't even called uh, Heaven's Gate initially. They they went through a couple of different name changes. Right. Well, um, you rebrand, you know. You know, exactly. I mean, if, you know, the first name's not trendy enough, we'll do it again. Not here on, on Wednesdays We Talk Weird. Um, you know, we, we, we didn't have we're, to. We're, we're fucking this name into the dirt. Fucking, fucking no, gold right out of the gate, no, buddy. Oh, so. we're, ne- we're never changing this one. Never. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> but you know we've talked about it and uh 
<laughs> but anyway um you know th but th this was before i mean this was like i'm gonna i'm gonna say this was pre-bonnie i think that this is a really good way and we're gonna know why but you know this was pre-bonnie and yeah so i mean they were going around they, they were doing their thing they were gathering these people again in the 70s and the 80s you didn't have internet like you do now and so the mm. only source of getting this information out there you know was to boots on the ground do it and then you didn't have you know people sitting around at home on the internet so they're like well fuck i'm gonna check out this ufo thing that's going on tonight you know there's nothing else right. to do Might as well you know this was also the time um you know again heaven's gate is considered a ufo religion and um you know there's a couple of others that are like that i'm sure we'll cover we'll cover others we have actually already covered one on the show the church of the subgenius was also invented at the same time it was okay. it was invented at this and that's not like part of the lore like the story no it really was that started in the 70s right. and um you know was invented at the same time and is also considered a ufo religion very similar belief systems but of course it's a you know it's it's, it's a parody religion um but you know so this was kind of the trendy thing to do <laughs> at the time it was kind of cool to do that but you know like pat's saying you also had these groups of people that really didn't belong anywhere that really didn't have a place who took comfort in this fucking fringe ass group of people and felt like that they could identify you know could it have been because they were gay you know they, they were part of something that they didn't quite understand yet um it absolutely could have been um you know could it have just been been because they were already fucking quirky and just were black sheep anyway absolutely could have been a couple of, of those factors i agree um heaven's gate is very 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 gay it's very <laughs> lgbtq plus friendly um but not that gay people are crazy and committing mass suicide so let's i'm gonna you know put that out there now um i know lots of gay people and they've never done that so i don't <laughs> No, they're not self-destructive at all no <laughs> and uh you know so anyway um so you know this is kind of how it started they would bop around now you know the first sign the first red flag in this and again we didn't have information like we have now um was that their narrative changed a lot um you know they would kind of build onto the story and what they believed in just kind of as they went they were just kind of winging it and they were like oh shit well you know that story that we just told in the bible that we tried to compare to us that doesn't really make any sense so let's go ahead and, and change it up and you know they would change it up and and we know this because you know we have early copies of pamphlets um because they were making videotapes um which was the thing to do you know again that's exactly what they did with church of the subgenius you know <laughs> they did that and um you know so we know because the the information on these little pieces of of evidence that we have throughout the years contradicts each other um you know so that tells me that these two individuals who ran this group um i mean they knew what they were doing you know to were they crazy yeah but to a degree do they know that they were purposely being deceptive yes were they consciously doing it i don't know but were they purposely being deceptive for whatever personal gain they absolutely were um so what ended up happening was <clears throat> excuse me um and you know bonnie ended up dying of some type of cancer in 1985 um and things kind of fell apart for the movement at that point it didn't completely disappear um mm -hmm. marshall was still out there um 
Uh, and I'm going to mention this too, I, I guess, because people might be angry if we don't. Um, they didn't go by Bonnie and Marshall. They went by uh, Doe and T. Mm-hmm. Um, or they went by Bo and Peep. I mean, so just another proof of their inconsistency was that they didn't even know what the fuck their names were. And, you know, whatever. I, but again, very heavy in identity crisis. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't know. They didn't know who they were. That's whatever. Um, but, you know, she ended up dying in, in the mid-80s and Marshall ended up continuing on with the movement. But it kind of dwindled. Um, you know, it wasn't really it wasn't really going anywhere and so um you know but he tried he he continued to try continue to maintain that he was jesus um and you know then at that point in time you got the early <clears throat> the early 90s entered the game with the internet and one thing that they did do that was right was they jumped all over that shit they were like right. oh we need to use this and uh and they did they they created a website um you know with there's a lot of information the website again it's still up i'm gonna link it you're gonna go look at it um if you haven't already i mean who hasn't looked at the heaven's gate website it's eerie you know um you know but they did they created a website they put all kinds of information on there um that you could read about you can actually even like write into them to get information to this day on heaven's gate Mm mm-hmm and you know their 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 books are available i mean there, there's one book it's available online there's videos available online it's all there but this wasn't really something that you know this was like the first time that something like this was utilized um so it was kind of a groundbreaking moment for them to do that um so you know getting that information out there again though not a bunch of people were on the internet at the time you know and if they were like like pat said you were talking to, to girls on aim or whatever you know people did on the internet in the 90s um you know trying to download a five second video clip for three days straight um you know it it happens um but you know this was kind of uh <clears throat> kind of what catapulted this this movement a little bit more so it kind of got a second win still not nearly as big as it was um and then there was this event this once in a lifetime event um where the hail bop comet was going to pass earth and they kind of took it and it's not i'm not really sure if it was apple white who took it on his own or collectively they all kind of decided together that this would be the perfect opportunity to commit suicide well okay i'm gonna back up a minute the heaven's gate people and it even says on the website have an extremely strong stance against suicide ironically believe it or not um but they don't view suicide as the same thing that we do which is weird right right. that's not what they think they were doing right you know and that's not right they did not think that they were killing themselves they thought what they were doing was releasing themselves from their vehicle Mm -hmm. so that when the comet came because in the tail of the comet was a spaceship and that spaceship was you know their their family their extraterrestrial um you know family and they would come and take them and take them on with them and and they had to shed their physical body in order to do this um so you know that's what they started convincing people now from my understanding this also wasn't unusual for the hail bop comet um, a lot of people were concerned. You know, you had doomsday people. This is going to hit the earth. It's going to cause, a you know, catastrophic events. This is the end. Um, like, people get when you have things like this happen. They're like, oh, no, this is going to be it, you know. Um, 
And so, you know, they took advantage of that, presumably, and were able to recruit just a little bit more people in um, and and have them, you know, partake. Um, but, yeah. So, in uh, starting March 22nd of 1997 is when they had started carrying this this out. I think it was, what, March 26th or 27th is when authorities realized that there was you know 39 dead people um in this home uh marshall had rented out a a place in i think it was california i don't even remember and that's where he decided to do it um they ate laced applesauce and drank a bunch of alcohol um and they donned the same outfits but that wasn't unusual they they always wore the same outfits because they thought everything should be unified um they placed plastic bags over their heads and all laid down and and went to the next uh you know the next world or whatever they call it and and then they you know discovered these people um but this you know it it gets kind of strange because they didn't all do it like unified what they believe happened is that they did it like in not shifts but like in groups of people right like they they you know they had i think it was like uh like 15 in this group you know eight in this group or you know somehow they've done the math to figure it out um well yeah because if Okay. They didn't want just a bunch of dead bodies that's strewn all over the place, so they had it. There was different waves, and you know the first people would go, and then the second group would come up behind them and make sure everything was kind of like, you know, taken care of. And well, right, and so like you could it, assist, yeah. you know. And well, like yeah. you look at the pictures; they're all wearing this purple, you know, sh- the shroud they call it over themselves, and it's like you know they didn't just cover themselves up. I mean, they were covering each other up, you know, while they were dying. <laughs> and um, you know, so it it, it took. It took place over the course of a couple of days. They just had this fucking party weekend, which is even crazier because that means that, you know, people had the opportunity to leave, you know, and, and, and Pat, you kind of had started mentioning people that were the people that were there that did. I don't, I, I didn't dig that deep into it. Do you know? No. Well, Nobody not that did. they, well, there could have been, but I don't think that's ever been proven okay. and no one's ever come out publicly and said that they were there, that they witnessed, probably for legal reasons, if nothing else, that they were there, they witnessed all this, and that, um, you know, they left before the police came. I mean, someone notified the police that they were dead, so obviously there were survivors. There were people that were left behind to maintain the websites and to handle some of the logistics of the of the cult. And that was planned, right? Assets, yeah, and that was planned. Um, but as far as anyone not going through the, with the deed on the day of, and just kind of like faking it and then looking around and getting up and walking out. Um, I don't, I don't know if anyone did that. I, <laughs> I think like, you know, narratively it kind of works. Like, I think I might've been that dude that was like, uh, you know, I should just got <laughs> real. I'm t- I'm getting out of here. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny. Like when you're talking about the castration things, cause there were some people that were like super into it. And then there were some people that weren't. Yeah. And they kept kind of like, they never forced anyone to do it. No. Um, but, no, they didn't. It wasn't like you have to do this. No. Yeah, but there's a there's a real good story on the documentary where a guy had initially volunteered for it and um, had second thoughts and and wasn't really was kind of being pressured, but not really. And when he said no, that was kind of it. And then someone else did it and then died from it. You know, I mean, you can't. They're doing these like backroom castrations and shit. Like that's a very it's a crazy dangerous procedure <laughs> dangerous yeah you know? absolutely yeah absolutely and to what end like what do you like that's that's where you really have to think that 
your genitalia and your sexuality is so much of a detriment that you should cut it from your body. And I think that really speaks more to the mental state of these people and where their heads were at than the goofy alien hiding the comet shit. You know what I mean? Believe in some crazy science fiction bullshit happens to tons of people all over the fucking place, right? There's people walking around out there that think that H.P. Lovecraft wrote real stories about fucking monsters. Right. It's just something that happens, right? I, I, I know a guy that's a very intelligent human being. He's got a very, very important job. And he thinks that Stephen King has supernatural abilities where he's able to commune with different universes. And I don't know what the fuck. Why? Can we have I, him I, on the show? No, he would never come on and talk about Damn that. It. But, uh, but my point is, is that people believe all kinds of wacky shit. Not everyone chops off their fucking nuts. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's the true. chopping off the nuts thing, I think, is if you're going to really look at like the, the standout philosophical, uh, components of the heaven's gate cult look at the castration part i think that tells you a lot more about what these people had in common than the ancient aliens and all that stuff you know? i mean look at everything else besides like the their you know their uh their d-day or whatever you know look look, look at the whole thing as, as a whole because it is really interesting aside from the fact like they they committed this mass suicide um you know again it, it was very eerie some of these beliefs that they had that i can completely understand how people could believe that and you know how they could fall in into that trap of well that, that's just the hook man i i think it, it goes back to Applewhite and him losing his job for being a gay man in texas in the 60s and the shame that that brought upon him and and the alienation and him trying to find this group and starting this group and trying to find these people that were also dealing with sexual repression and dealing with sexual alienation and how they chose to deal with it in this cult was just, was basically to not deal with it, to have it be a non-issue. They were not sexual beings because they couldn't come to grips with the sexual beings that they were. And I think that's, that to me is the biggest tragedy about it is that if, if these people could have just accepted the fact that they were gay or they were, asexual or they were non-binary then yeah. none of this stuff would have happened oh you know a lot of these people could have still been alive if it, you know if, if you watch the documentary like i mean i don't want to i don't want to act like i got the world's greatest gaydar but i got a pretty good fucking gaydar <laughs> and like you're watching this documentary it's a lot of lesbians and it's a lot of weirdo like gay computer programmer types you know that, that didn't know what to do about it in 1983 because there wasn't they were from fucking kansas you know like and this was the best option they had for community you know because because that's i mean i think that there's there's something about you know when 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 we think of queer individuals we have a tendency to think of these hypersexed very flamboyant very loud very um you know, and, and stereotype, like, sure. yeah, and and any but anybody that's been around enough people and that really has friends that are that are are queer and and know that sometimes like that's not the way they always are. Sometimes they are very, very non-sexual. And how then? What do you do? You know, if your option is to be straight, which you're not, or go to a gay bar where it's fucking you know hedonistic, which you're not. You got nothing. 
You don't fit in anywhere. <laughs> Instead, you go join the fucking alien cult. Well, okay, fine. <laughs> it takes a hard left turn where everyone cuts their nuts off and kills themselves before a fucking <laughs> comet. Like, you know. I think that one theme that we have with because this is this is not a topic that we are unfamiliar with. Something that we've talked about on the show before, mm. and we've continued to talk about. You know, we've talked about it, like you said, with Gacy. Um, we talked about it with Armin Mibus. Um, you know, we've just we've talked about it with people that kill together. You know, um, we, we've talked about this a lot, and I think that this is why these are really good examples of why inclusion is so fucking important. Amen. And you know, because then you are not going to have shit like this probably i mean you're still gonna have shit like this because you're not nobody is ever going to 100 percent accept everybody it's just not ever going to happen representation matters people need to see it themselves does. and if they don't see themselves then they everybody's got a hard time trying to figure out who the fuck you are but at least for like i had a hard time dude i had a hard time with my identity growing up and i am a fucking white dude right so imagine growing up and not not having a million and one movies, comic books, TV programs, musicians that that are exactly like you, yeah, singing songs and telling stories that exactly fit your fucking mold. I had the luxury of that. My life was still fucking what it was. I can't imagine if you're at some you know far flung end of the spectrum and you got nothing. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. It's it would be it, it'd be terrible. You know. I mean, I, you know, everybody knows that I, I'm a proud weirdo, and for the most part, I'm I'm generally you know I don't feel bad. I've never I never had to I, I never had to come out. You know, I never mm-hmm. had that moment because it was never really. It just never really. I don't even know if my mom knows that I prefer titties, but you know. <laughs> it doesn't matter it never mattered because i never thought that it was like such a big deal that i had to do that you know i had to Mm. announce it to the fucking world um but you know just in general being a black sheep type of person as i've always been you know as much as i learned to accept that like i said even reading about some of these heaven's gate beliefs has made me feel kind of a strange way about myself and you know kind of question if i like god damn is that fucking what i sound like every week on the show when i fucking (laughs) talk about this stuff to people you know um granted like i said i don't i don't my beliefs don't align with all of theirs but um you know you still struggle with that because you're still even when you embrace it and you are proud i mean you still are it's still you against the world because you're still the one fucking weirdo out of all the people around you and um you know that's that's hard so like you're saying what if you had absolutely no other outlet i'm lucky i got the internet i could just go on the internet and be like hey does anybody else think the way that i do and, pe- and fucking 50 people will be like yeah me you know right. and so it doesn't feel so alone but you couldn't do that in the 70s and 80s and you know but, but, and I mean, they were the first people to figure out you could do it in the 90s right and <laughs> exactly <laughs> so you know it started to um you know that that's when things started to kind of get better but when we think about it and i would say that probably one of the more pivotal points um i would say the 80s started it um because we had a boom in media and creativity um you know was it because maybe television became more popular i'm not entirely sure um but you know was it because of groups like this previously in the 70s that were you know we were like oh these people are here and they they're they're seen now 
I don't know. Um, but it kind of started in the 80s. The 90s, we had the internet. And then the internet just continued to boom, which then created, you know, what what we have now. But if we think about it, even back to 80s, that was only 40 years ago compared to all of human history. That was only 40 years ago. And so we are still very, very infantile in these beliefs and this, you know, movement, these systems. Um, so, you know, again, that's still kind of the point. Um, you know, inclusion is extremely important. And you know what? It's not up to you to decide how other fucking people feel about themselves. You know, I'm gonna tell you right now, if you don't respect pronouns and you're listening to the show, jump jump the fuck off we respect pronouns here you know i'm gonna i'll bring no. this up as a, what no don't don't are you gonna have a rebuttal don't have a rebuttal no 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 no. Okay. You know, for, for, first of all don't silence me before i say anything you don't know what the fuck i'm gonna say um i was i'm gonna make this one point and my my air is growing thin just because sure. I'm, I'm still easing back into this uh, that's something that honestly so if you look at my social media Right now, I don't have the him, he stuff up or whatever. Um, and I've honestly wrestled with that probably for the past couple months now about whether or not that's We've something. We've talked about it, yeah. Yeah. Is, is that it, I'm like, do I am I bad for not doing this? Um, because I feel like I should. But at the same time, I don't want to I don't want to be disingenuous. You know what I mean? And that, I think that's a, that's always the biggest concern of mine is that I don't want to seem patronizing. I don't want to seem disingenuous. So in times of question like that, I just don't do anything. And um, I do 100% respect other people's use of pronouns. And I'm very aware of it. And I definitely am in, and in many situations with many people that I'm friends with, where it's something that I have to be mindful of. Uh, or, you know, And that's, that's perfectly fine with me. But because my pro, my pronouns or not any like what you would fucking think you know what i mean like i don't know if i need to i don't know if me labeling myself with them would just make it seem like i'm being a fucking dick i don't know i I would love for the listeners to weigh in on that i honestly would when this show goes live tomorrow i would i will 100 percent put a poll up and let people which maybe is sounds like well let people decide for me i'll let everyone else tell me what to do because i don't know what to do i really don't because it feels for me like i said feels redundant if i do it but i don't want to seem like i i'm not sensitive and respectful because i 100 percent am sure but i don't know and i don't think the consensus has been made yet amongst whoever you know so well what's your, what's your hot take on that situation I, I mean i would agree with that um you know i've said that i've never felt the need to to put it out there just because i identify with with she her and i i look like she her right you know and so therefore i don't i don't feel the need to have to insert that you know what i mean um you know i i i am you know she her passing like nobody's mm-hmm. gonna but well you know because i'm a natural natural born female at birth and i continue to identify as such in my adulthood right. um but i am very you know again very much an ally as as a as a pansexual polyamorous person you know i'm very much an ally um you know with those groups and i 100 percent respect pronouns and i would be okay if now that I would be just fine if we started identifying ourselves just like we do our names, you know, with pronouns. And I've been in groups of people 
where we've all stopped and went, okay, wait, pronoun check-in. What's everybody's pronouns here? And we all kind of go, I've been at parties where it's like that. And that's, I don't care. That's fine. You know, that's okay with me. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, and so I don't, I don't have an issue with that. I have not felt the need. I did. I think I did put it on my Instagram because Instagram now has a place to put your pronoun. And I think that's cool. You should do that. Why don't, why don't the social media networks do that? Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, prompts us to do it anyway. Um, if you want to add it, add it. I think it shows where you stand with it when you do add it. Um, so I think that's good. Um, but, but, but yeah, do a poll about it. Um, you know, and, and see what other people think. What, what I was going to say, um, you know, what I was going to continue to say just about the, you know, we, we respect pronouns. I, I do want to finish off that soapbox um, because it, I think it's really important. You know, that that's one thing that, that we do around here. Um, believe it or not, um, I respect, we respect your right to believe and identify with whatever religion and spiritual, spiritual views you want to believe and Id- identify with, you know? Um, I, I have been responsible for um, shitting on Christian views. And when I do that, I don't mean to do it as as you or anybody as an individual Christian. Um, I mean it in a very extremist way. Maybe I should stop doing that because I've met some really amazing Christians out there. Um, you know, I, I don't care what you believe. If you believe that there are, you know, it, that we are part alien and that we can transcend to to aliens. I don't care. That's not my business um you know fuck it i respect your right to believe in whatever political view you want to believe in that is not my job i'm very left-leaning left-leaning like that's that's where i stand with it um but i'm not going to tell you that you're wrong um if you are if, if you have no legs you know and, and and you feel bad because you're disabled um i don't care about that um you you know what I care about is that people are fucking nice to each other and that you don't try to dictate how other people choose to live their life as long as you're not causing harm or destruction to other people. You can do whatever you want. If you want to be a fucking junkie and live in the alley and, and never do anything or be any type of productive member to society, as long as you're not fucking stealing and hurting other people and you're fucking working hard for that crack rock, I don't give a fuck. Do it. You know, I don't care. If I could turn back time. <laughs> you know and and i think that that is extremely important and, and that's the kind of community that i want to build um for myself and that's the kind of people that i want to surround myself with is people that don't um ostracize other people because of their belief systems or anything anything like that their identity i don't want that i don't i don't want to live in a world that's like that and i think that that's a start and i think that that's where we should go with it so that, that was my soapbox um that's what I had to say about that. Pat, do you agree? I agree. <laughs> so go to the poll. Um, tell Pat if he should if he should announce his pronouns on online. Um, you know, and what you guys think about it. Share your insight on it. I mean, are you a person that that is um, you know, you identify as the gender gender that you present as? Um, do you think that you should share your pronouns? I don't know. I would love yeah, I I would invite a much larger conversation about that. And feel free to disagree. Like, I don't, you know, I don't mind people not agreeing with me. And I don't mind people, you just don't get angry at me for asking the fucking question. You know, I don't know the answer. And tell me what you think the answer is. And that's sure. all I'm asking. You know? Sure. Absolutely. And, you know, that's another thing. Disagreements aren't a bad thing. It's how we grow. Right. You know, you, um, 
I think yes. me and Tobias kind of touched on it a little bit last week because, you know, he's very much, um, you know, school, he schooled us all on Yule and things like that. And, um, you know, he kind of talked about it like, um, I don't care that people don't agree with me 100 um, percent because I want to learn and I and mm-hmm. I also want to teach. And, uh, you know, we can't do that if we, uh, you know, arguing is different than disagreeing. And so 100 uh, percent. You, know, you, you can respectfully disagree with people and, and educate why you believe what you believe in without being a dickhole. Um, so there's that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, yeah, the Heaven's Gate people, oh, fucking nuts. They're crazy. Off the rockers. Fuck those people. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. It sounds like there was a lot of people that, that just didn't feel like they belonged anywhere. And so they, they thought that they could insert themselves into this group. And there are still people who subscribe to these ideas um you know what's scary is when you go on the heaven's gate that's not scary but it is interesting when you go on the heaven's gate website they have a page which many websites in the 90s did um they have a page of like related um websites to them like not not to them not affiliated with them but things that they they had you know interest in number two the second fucking link on there is art bell show (laughs) <laughs> it is and and when you look through like some of those websites i was like well shit i want to go check that i don't know how if any of them are even around anymore it's kind of amazing that this website is up but um you know i would be interested to go through the list because i tell you what some of that shit is stuff that i would read and that you guys would read and that you guys would would look into um so i mean we can at least all relate on that end with the heaven's gate group that you know we we had some similar ideas <laughs> so i don't know <laughs> makes me feel strangely maybe it makes you feel strangely i don't know but uh just very interesting very interesting to note so you know check check out that website and uh <laughs> let us know what you guys think about about the heaven's gate thing i would love to try to reach out to uh, you know and, and I, it was a thought that i had you know two hours ago um, I'd love to reach out to the website and be like hey is there anybody who wants to come on the show and talk about oh, this I don't, I don't think that'll happen i don't think they do interviews it might it might some people have come forward so that they've worked on the website and i don't know if it's true but uh you know that's what they say so we'll see but anyway i don't have anything do you have anything else to add before we i got nothing babe i need to take medication <laughs> okay <laughs> turn it into all a right. fucking pumpkin okay all right not even I a know. werewolf not even in, i can't even be like i'm gonna turn into a werewolf that would be cool no i'm gonna turn into a fucking pumpkin you're gonna I'm be a pumpkin gonna be, i'm just gonna be orange and rotund. Wow. Watch out for Peter Peter. Sit in the dirt and fucking spill my seeds all over the place if I poke too hard. <laughs> all right. Well, on that note, guys, we'll see you back here next Wednesday.